my story, I think it's like it, like the beginning of it is probably similar to many other illustrators. Like I, I'm the kind of person who like picked up a pen pretty much as early as I could like as soon as I could hold it and started drawing stuff and knew from a pretty early age that I wanted to work with something creatively and I I just kept like drawing and doing stuff and I was also you know I like pretty shy kid and also like definitely a introverted person so like I spend a lot of time you know both reading but creating my own kind of imaginary worlds right. and drawing stuff to kind of make sense of the world to me. Yeah. And when I, like, as soon as I could start choosing more classes in school that focused on art and design, that's what I did. And the natural next step for me was to go to a, like, fine art, like, foundational fine art school. And it was... It was super classical, like the first year of that, and just like a lot of model drawing, model painting, portraits, stuff. It was pretty intense. It wasn't the most exciting year for sure, but it was very good when it came to like learning about like colors and composition. I right. think like I got a really good foundation there, though I wasn't really excited about the things that I was doing. I felt the same way about my school, yeah. But it's easy also to kind of lose yourself in that process when you're like starting to feel less and less excited. And I think like for me, like the second year was pretty much like the opposite. Then we like then we got the chance to do whatever we wanted. But I came into the second year like not having the same energy as when I started the school. And I felt like the second year I started to get a little bit like more and more lost mm. about like what I really enjoyed visually right. and when it came to apply for like fine art universities and colleges I didn't have like the confidence to create things good enough to be accepted Right. So I came out from that and really didn't know what to do at all. And do you I, feel kind of like resentment towards like the fine art community? Like, do you feel like? Uh, yeah, I think a little bit. And you know, like you come out and you're like, when no school is accepting you, you're kind of like, you know, right. you you both have the feeling like, I'm not good enough for this. Like maybe I should do something completely different. And right. also like a little bit like sometimes you get this feeling of like I'm gonna show them at like yeah. some point yeah. the that, that I can do the something. Chip is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but I was also at that point super tired of being in Stockholm. Um, so like I escaped to Dublin for a while to just get a perspective of on right. whatever I was doing and or not doing and while I was there I took like a break of I hardly did anything creatively wow. that's probably like the only time in my life when I'm like I stopped drawing I stopped painting because I wasn't excited about it anymore right and I stayed there until I ran out of money and then went back to Stockholm to try to apply for schools again didn't get a sec accepted the second year did you feel like super lost in this time in your life or not yeah not definitely really? um i i still felt like i wanted to work visually but i started realizing more and more that maybe fine art wasn't really my thing maybe that's why i didn't feel excited right like and i started thinking more and more about like i want to work i want to draw and do things but i don't want to be just 
doing my own things. Like I, I want to get a brief from someone and try to come up with a visual solution to that. And Working the constraints. Yes, I think that's super important. <laughs> uh, it, it, and it really helps you, uh, or at least like that's the way I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. I, I'm like the worst when I just sit down. And it's like just, that's why like when I see like your work and I see like the work of like that's just like that kind of like personal work. Mm. That for me is where I'm blocked. Like I could work on something with like the tightest constraints. Yeah. But then when it comes to those kind of like personal projects and stuff that like you do and people like Kiki and like it's like yeah. so hard for me. But I think one thing is at least that's something I do and I think a lot of other creators do that might do that as well. It's like you create your own constraints. Like for me, I like doing things when I can kind of like can I figure out a way to do this with only using like a certain number of colors? Right. Like can I create a complex image with like five four or five colors and like how can i simplify this and like have create those kind of like almost like small games for yourself which is a way for me to kind of like keep feeling inspired when i'm doing like personal things as well yeah i kind of call like the like the land of like maple leaf Mm -hmm. i was just talking to like these students today about that kind of like design like you know how like when you're like a kid you play like diner or you play like whatever it is like Mm. play like play like advertising agency with yourself yeah you know what i mean like just give yourself a brief yeah absolutely like it's like it's a a client brief yeah yeah which is super fun as an entry-level designer i think that's a good way to make the task seem like less daunting and just like well like you know absolutely come up with it yeah and and, yeah and prepare yourself for that process even like when you get out to that agency yeah. Coming back to Stockholm and yeah, feeling lost, really having no clue in what direction I was going. But I started then looking into like what other options are there for me. Like I started looking at like architecture, like educations, and then I kind of like started diving into the world of like graphic design more right. and I realized like architecture would also be really interesting but I don't have the patience for like working on a project exactly for like yeah. five years <laughs> yeah. I, I'm much more of like a five minutes five hours five yeah. days and that's that's yeah, the limit that's really um, and so so I looked like I looked at some different graphic design educations and I find one in Stockholm at a school called Berries School of Communication which is more of an advertising school really but they have a graphic design course that's super intensive but great in the way like it's very much connected to like the market out there like most of the teachers are still working at agencies right. and like Miami ad school or something yeah like that, something, like, something that, yeah. like that yeah. and, and also like a lot of the projects we were doing was like real client projects that cool. some company came in and presented us with a brief uh, because it became like a win-win situation like they right. didn't like they, they like they paid the student that like won the brief but obviously like that was so much less than they would have paid if they would have gone to an agency and had that work done but at the same time it it, like created a lot of opportunities for the students as well to connect with people it's like fucked up and like perfect at the same time exactly exactly (laughs) it's like really really like a lot of companies in some ways you know like taking advantage of like right. stu- like all the great, great ideas not good for professionals right, right no right. no exactly um but That's some gangster shit though they wouldn't do that in america really they, I, I don't know they should 
I would love it. It would be fun. I, I think it, like, in, like, in many ways, like, uh, ways, I think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It, sure. it, it really, it, like, it, it fucks a little bit with the system, but, yeah. Yeah. But thinking about, like, yeah, like, the creative industry, like, there are loads and loads of people right. that want to be working. How do you What's, stand out? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, what, like, how do you find your style and how do you make yourself special? And I think that's also one of the things that I enjoyed at base is, like, it was super competitive, not as much, like, between the students. Right. That was always, like, super supportive but the school really really focuses on like like making sure that students participate in like student competitions around the world like applying like sending things to like uh can and to like uh, young ones and these kind of things and also like since the focus the, the school focuses so much on these kind of things a lot of people win stuff as well and I think like right. when when the school kind of had that history it became part of the culture right as well so yeah. many people want to competitive m- make sure that they stand up yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely That's awesome. yeah so then you went from there and then you went yeah so so then I studied two years at Bergs and then I came out thinking like oh yeah it's, I've done like I've done a good job. I, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I feel happy about my portfolio, and I was like, I, I'm probably gonna be able to get a job at an agency or something. Right. Obviously, it wasn't that easy. Yeah. Like I, I think my expectations were way off, yeah. um, and so yeah, I I came out, started looking for jobs, started like visiting agencies, showing my portfolio having a lot of interviews but never really like getting to the next step I think at this point I was still also still even though I liked the things that I created I was still lacking some like personal confidence right and which Which is weird because now you seem so confident like you like you like don't break eye contact and you're very like confident like it's it's weird like you wouldn't expect that like it's weird yeah but I think like that like so many things has happened like since then and like yeah personally and I also like now I feel a completely different confidence in the work I'm creating right I think yeah confidence was like mainly the thing that I was lacking back then what if you don't have the confidence mm. what if you know what i'm saying like yeah. like we have a little bit like i think you and i both kind of have like that like intuition thing but like what if what if you don't believe in yourself like mm. at all like what about those people how do you overcome that it's it's tricky like for me uh my confidence really came from like when i finally got a job like i got a job as a designer in malta where i never really thought i would end up living but i for some reason i really connected with this company and the first person i met uh, at this little swedish tech startup and the good thing i think like coming in and start doing your first job at a startup it can be both good and bad like it can be super chaotic Uh, but for me it was a good thing because like i got the chance like i got a lot of responsibility very early on and also realized like i like i thought that everyone around me that had already been out working for a few years that they 
knew how everything like how you fixed and did everything and then right. I started realizing like they don't really know that either I, exactly yeah. and, and then you then I felt a little bit more like okay so if they don't know that and I don't know that I might as well do it and just like figure out how I'm gonna to solve this right. and like through that process of just like like putting yourself out there and trying those things that I didn't think that I could do right um, I learned that it wasn't that scary and also like okay sometimes you fail at things but that's okay as well like fail fast kind of thing yeah. exactly if you like if you do that and say like okay this didn't go as I had planned but we're gonna find a way to like solve this somehow yeah uh, then you gradually just like build your confidence uh, through that at least that's how I felt and for me as well like just the process of moving to a new place and um, I mean when it comes to like more like personal growth not as much related to the work but when you move to a new place and you don't know anyone there are so many things that you need to figure out in the beginning like like how do I like how do I make new friends in this place? Like right. how do I figure out how this place works? Right. How do I how do I not sit home and, and Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's so easy in the beginning to like because everything is so overwhelming that you kinda of, like it takes so much energy and you like I like I really might just want to like go home and like Skype with my friends friends back right. in Sweden right. but then I'm gonna be stuck in this situation forever so I need to push myself even if I'm shy and even if I'm introvert I need to push myself and go to these events and meet some people because otherwise my life here will be miserable yeah and like also getting like growing my personal confidence through these kind of experiences as yeah. well so tell me a little bit about your style I think one of the things that really struck me was like that you're, it's very colorful, it's very fun and free, and like I said before, it seems kind of like effortless. How did you come to, to find your style, and like who are some of the people that kind of influenced you along the way? I think my style is something that has come through just like working a lot on like personal projects and getting a chance to like explore and experiment. Like a lot of the inspiration definitely comes from, like I grew up with a mom that loves colors and patterns and like your color palettes are amazing they're getting stolen <laughs> thank you well <laughs> um but she, she's a person that like mixes and matches everything she has right. like 20 different pairs of glasses to be able to match it with the right, right so awesome. lipstick and the right sweater and so i think like growing up in that kind of environment really like affected my relationship with like colors and patterns and then I also like think mixing that with still having in some ways a very like Scandinavian style when it comes to like simplicity wanting yeah. to like have parts of the image like be more intricate with some kind of pattern but still having like a lot of the like areas still being flat and very yeah. simple and and finding a balance between these things uh that is something that's definitely like inspired me a lot yeah and also i mean then inspiration comes from like all different kind of places but right. i think that 
probably is like the main thing for me. Yeah, for sure. Because um, I think like what what's striking about your work is that like um, you're using only a few colors, but those colors are very like complementary and work well together. What are some of the ways that you can kind of convey emotion or convey a feeling through your work while keeping that kind of like elegance and simplicity? Well, I think like for me, when it comes to like creating something that feels dynamic, it's so much about the composition of finding something. I mean, it's hard to describe. I think it's something that you need to learn how different shapes work together to create a kind of like an energy and a feeling and I think like if you're able to nail that you can still work with really really simple shapes right. without having to like make it too complicated something that I also enjoy doing in my work is to play with like depth in the image right. and I think that's something that's so important something that you can do you don't need to work with like shadows to do that but you there are so many other ways of just like putting an object that is clearly behind something it, like in my case when for example like i do a lot of portraits and ju just having some area coming in like behind that person and then having something else come in in front of the person mm -hmm. i think is something that really helps yes. with creating a dynamic feeling for yeah. the image and also playing with different kinds of shapes like sometimes it if everything is if everything is super flat and graphic it can sometimes like i mean become too simple like right. for me i enjoy playing with some shapes that are a little bit more organic and like doing parts of the portrait being like a little bit more realistic but then mixing that up with something that's like super simple yeah do you like reference the original picture or do you like if you're doing a portrait mm. like you do like Michelle Obama are you basing those shadows and that stuff off of the portrait or do you kind of just like look at that and then make your own observe observations about the shadows and highlights and everything like that I usually when I work with portraits especially if it's like portraying like a famous person that you really need to recognize i usually use a lot of reference images and mm -hmm. try to but try to find like parts of one image uh, and mix it up with something else or like sometimes like base it quite a lot on one image but then making sure that the clothes and like the environment and the accessories is something completely different but usually like if it really needs to look like someone um there are many of those like small details right. that where I find it easier to keep it pretty close to like one or a few reference images. Right. Do you have people that have kind of uh, inspired your work in terms of like I know obviously like your colleagues at Handsome Frake are re really super talented and I think there's kind of like a, a somewhat of a common thread there. Mm. But uh, is what are some of the who the people that inspire you and um, inspire your work? Maybe not like directly, but like. Like what are some of the things that inspire you? Mm. I mean, when it comes to specific people that inspire me, yeah. um, definitely Malika is one of them. Uh, I'm also a super huge fan of Lotta Nieminen. Uh, I think like both of these women work with both 
color and composition in a really really interesting way and also have a way of working with simplicity in their images that really appeals to me right um but obviously like inspiration comes from so many other places as well like i had a talk at refiner 29 yesterday and then i talked a little bit more about some more like inspiration that i had growing up that i still like sometimes keep coming back to like i think like the first artist that i really knew about and figure out that i liked that person's work was andy warhol mm-hmm. um i mean it's it's in many ways pretty different from what i'm doing right. but there's also like this playfulness with color and a layer of simplicity that i think appealed to me when i was younger right um and another inspiration source has also been rene magritte mm-hmm. there it's both been more about this kind of creating a little bit of a surrealistic twist to something that's otherwise very realistic yeah i love that and yeah, that's awesome. yeah i think it's and a lot of his work is so clever when it comes to like you look at it first and you're like this is a really beautiful realistic image and then you kind of figure out like the thing that's a little bit right. off and a little bit weird yeah. and, and i i kind like that's something that i definitely want to play with more in my own work but that's something that also like inspires me a lot yeah for sure what would your advice be like when you're kind of just staring at like a, a blank canvas and you don't really know what to do or like you have like you have a subject matter in mind because i think i think a lot of times like picking the subject matter that's not the hard part but doing something that's like visually compelling Mm. what are some of the ways in which you can kind of like make that better i think i mean for me now when i feel like i've found a like personal style that i really really feel connected to that has made like my own process of like when i sit down and do my work um easier in that way but but before like before you find that and like if i look back at like maybe a year or two years ago when I was more like still working and looking for that or kind of just like playing around with things and trying to figure out what I enjoyed Um, I mean I, I can definitely agree that it can be it can be hard like when you have an idea and like you might have an image in your head right. like h- how you feel like oh i want it to be like this and then you sit down and start working and it doesn't right. turn out that way yeah uh, like an editorial kind of piece something like that yeah, yeah. and i mean it, for me it really depends on like the subject sometimes like what i need is to just like learn more about the subject or like either if it's a person or if it's a very specific topic right like what you like you were saying like what jewelry they wear like what like yeah exactly or just like they always wear a certain kind of ring or something like that yeah or like just some weird facts from their like personal history that might not present itself super clear in the image Mm -hmm. but might be something that i have in mind when i'm doing it so Mm -hmm. that i know that okay like he or she visited this place and that inspired that person like is there anything visually from that that i can bring into the image but i think it's a lot about just at least for me giving yourself the time to to play around and usually you don't get it in the first try like often i often find myself like i do something 
I start with something where I think like, oh, I have this really clear idea and then I sit down and then it doesn't turn out how I want it to be. Right. And then I just need to leave it and go and do something completely different. Like fresh eyes sort of situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Often just like get away from the like computer for a while, like just go out, see some people, like see some street art or like go to an exhibition or something yeah. and go on a crazy walk through Brooklyn. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um get any kind of like different kind of inspiration and then come back to the image. Right. Uh, hopefully with clear yeah. eyes. So um for a lot of like illustrators, um one of the difficult things can be kind of getting representation. And you just recently got uh, partnered up with one of the, the best agencies in the world. And, and I think that's evident by my, uh, by my podcast that I, I really love Handsome Frank and Tom and Malika and Sarah and, and all those people. Um, so what, explain that journey. How, does that, how do you go from being an illustrator, kind of just like kicking around all these different countries and then all of a sudden being represented by a big agency like Handsome Frank? What's the journey to that? And for people that are leaving school or maybe they're later in their careers and they're looking for representation and they're not happy with it or they want to work with like Handsome Frank or you know Jackie Winter or whatever it is like how do you go about doing that or do you just work your face off and eventually like do you just get picked like I have a theory and tell me if I'm wrong this is gonna be my guess I have a theory that like you like just focus like focus in on the work and then they find you yeah. And a lot of people want them want the representation and then aren't focusing on the work. Is that the yeah. case? Is that pretty much it? I definitely think that's uh, in many ways the case. Like I, I know, like obviously, it sometimes happened that people are getting picked up directly from like graduation shows and yeah. like agents go around and say like, oh, this person is amazing. We want to represent them like from the beginning. Right. But I think in most of the cases, like the thing is a bit of a not really a catch-22 situation but like you come out and you're like when you're starting to work and it feels like more important for you to like find someone to represent you because you yeah like you want someone to help you get clients and to like help you be promoted and and but you don't you haven't done enough work yet to maybe really right. find your own style and or like to showcase that you can keep a certain level of quality over like loads of different kinds of work right. then I think it's super super hard to get represented and I definitely think that sometimes it's easy to try to focus on like focus too much as you said on like trying to find that agent trying to be like the roster yeah, yeah instead of just like doing your own thing and I've definitely been there myself like a few years ago like okay I really really want to get represented by one of these like amazing agencies I'm gonna reach out to them send them my portfolio and obviously like they get so many portfolios yeah. What's handsome all the time for you or, or was there like a few that you kind of applied to it's like multiple ones uh, I, I definitely had a few of, um, that was like on my top list but right. they were definitely one of them yeah and so like but during the last especially like the last year I focused so much more on just like working on my own thing so both instead of reaching out to agencies reaching out to more clients and people that I wanted to work with in the mm -hmm. beginning but mostly really like doing my own 
my personal work and just like being able to experiment that and really really find my style and then when I had that that's when agencies started reaching out to me exactly and it was very very interesting because I had like I was doing well Um, I felt like the first few months of freelancing was like a little bit shaky Mm -hmm. I mean it can always go like up and down but then I felt like during the spring things started to pick up properly and I really felt like okay I I know like I know what I'm doing now I don't really need an like an agency in the same way or like for the same reason Mm -hmm. that I felt like I needed it earlier because I got like I already had a lot of work coming in narrative your own work kind of thing exactly but that's also like like it almost felt like it switched from like one month to the next when like agencies started contacting me right um but uh, but out of these agencies i felt like for me that handsome frank was the one that suited me the best yeah and you fit right in with like it makes that perfect sense yeah yeah and and i really like their kind of like the personality of the whole agency and having this kind of like familiar feeling and really feeling that I'm connected with like all of the agents and also feeling like I mean even though like I'm still new in the group I and like I haven't I've hardly met any of the people that they're representing yet I'm looking forward to be doing that Um, well you're number one on their website I think that yeah I think that's (laughs) I think that's why like because I'm the latest one in but 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 I'm enjoying that spot for now (laughs) oh yes (laughs) but um, but still feeling like even if I haven't met them I still feel like I'm part of this little creative family for sure Um, now I have to go to the Christmas party now. I'm oh yes, for sure, definitely. Think- it comes back to what we talked about before, like when you're when you're graduating and you might come out and have this like confidence and think like things are going to work out. I'm gonna like I'm gonna get a job, right. but you're still like you haven't really understood what it takes you to get that job yeah. or to get wherever you want to go, yeah. like at least for me it took me a while to realize like okay i i have i have a raw ta- talent for something but i need to work on that and right. continue develop develop that uh, to actually get wherever i want to go right and and it takes a lot of hours and yeah. um cuz i mean like you're it looks like i was saying before we were talking uh on on the beginning part of our walk no, I was talking about like how like your your style looks like very like it looks like you do it kind of I wouldn't say like effortlessly, but it, it looks like like you really are in like a like a zone. But like I think a lot of people would work at your like like I look at your work and I'm like fuck I'll never be an, an illustrator like I'll never be able to do that. But like I, if I were to log the hours that you did, like I mean obviously like a lot of it's like natural ability. You definitely have that. I mean like you know I don't think you'd be where you are without that natural ability, but so much of it's just like like if people could see like if you could show like I feel like if you could show your earlier work I'm just making assumptions but like if you could show your earlier work people would be like oh wow like, maybe I maybe I'm, I can do this because they, they just see it they see yeah. it on Handsome Frank it looks so damn good yeah. 
but it's like they don't see the misses. Yeah. And I think it's important to take those misses, like, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, it is so much about, like, the hours that you put in. Like, right. you're spending a lot of time doing something. I, I really believe in this kind of, like, 10,000 yeah, hours yeah, yeah. of, like, what, whatever you do for that much time. Right. You're, like, most, most likely going to yeah. be good at that. For me, it's running my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's true it's true and like I've, I just I was saying today like you know that um, success is a variable of hard work and I don't think that there's like any substitute that's one of the big things I just keep coming to again and again in this podcast it's just like looking for like I, I was almost looking for it like when I first started it I'm always like I was almost kind of like looking for a shortcut and there are no shortcuts no none no. at all if you can go back and talk to yourself or tell yourself or tell someone who's just leaving school like wants to be just like you to just to take that route what would your advice be i think i mean partly as we've already discussed like realize that you need to work hard um but i think like the most important thing that i would tell myself if i would go back in time is to like work hard but also don't be don't try to be too perfect like be a little bit more relaxed and emotionally or in your work like don't be both. hard on yourself oh, yeah, yeah. I think like you need to push yourself but also at the same time like play around and have fun and like dare to experiment and spend time on just like doing your own things that are just for fun because I think like that's through that and spending a lot of hours doing that that you're gonna find your own way um so design is like a state of play kind of thing yeah, Experiment, uh, yeah. exactly and and i think like that's something that's still super super important to me and that i still remind myself of of like like i don't want to feel like i don't want to grow old and when i say that i don't mean it in the way of like i don't want to like stay 29 forever right. but it's more of a mindset of like i don't really care how old I get in like numbers of yeah. years right. but like as long as I feel like I keep trying new things right. and like play around with things and don't get afraid like it, I think it's easy also like when you when you start getting jobs for a certain things that you kind of like get you, you can get stuck there as well like now i found a way that people seem to like right. but then you might get tired of that yourself because yeah. you're doing the same things over and over right. again that you like gradually change your that. things like people are looking for that thing that she wants to do yeah to push it yeah I, and and that can be hard and then you might need to like once again like keep those kind of like personal projects going so like if you do whatever you want to do in your personal projects then you can kind of show up clients and potential clients that you can do other things as well and right. through that kind of continue moving forward right this has been so much fun this has been amazing but thank you so much for doing this um this is what i like to call shameless self-promotion time um that's like the one hacky thing that i do say uh where can people find you online um i love your instagram account i've reposted a lot of your pictures and i continue <laughs> to do that um and by the way, it was so cool. You were the first person that's ever actually, uh, I mean, I've had people that, like, that reached out, but it was very weird, like, synchronicity. I was, like, thinking about asking you on, and then uh, thank you to Tom for putting this together and kind of making it happen. And then you were going to be in, in America, in the States, so it worked out perfect. So uh, thank you. It's been amazing. 
where can people find you and uh, anything you have coming up you want to promote now be the time well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. Yes. Uh, it's been super exciting. Right in my studio. Yeah. <laughs> Your very big open yeah. studio. Bed style studio. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, no, but it's been amazing getting the chance to meet up like this as well. I, I always find it, for me at least, it feels so much more natural when I do these kind of things yeah. in person. But super exciting being here. If uh, anyone wants to have a look at what I do, they can either look at my Instagram, which is... Petra Eriksson Studio or on my website which is just pietraeriksson.com That's awesome. Very cool. And any, any products you're working on? Anything you're excited about you can't talk about yet? Or? I have some exciting pattern projects going on right now. I can't nice. talk that much about it but for me it's been super exciting to do something different that's not like I love doing editorial illustrations but it's nice to do something for like packaging and doing patterns that I still get the chance to play around with my normal shapes and colors but do it in a completely different way so I'm looking forward to be sharing that those projects soon that's amazing all right awesome that's it meet the creative bam